Hello, everyone. It's very, very good to see you um, and to have another episode of Taking the Stand. Last week, we completed our rule of law excursion, a series of discussions, you know, trying to disentangle what it means. And um, I sort of liked it um, so much so that I then, you know, chatted with uh, with Sara, uh, joining us again with her wisdom and experience. And this time really taking on, I think, in this series, one of Sarah's, uh, I mean, bugbear would be putting it politely. So essentially, taking the stand is about justice, but something that has become prevalent um, in our society is, or in the world today, in the last 10 years especially, I think, is this concept of social justice. And this series, we're going to look a bit at what's the difference between justice and social social justice and what are the you know risks, benefits, opportunities, threats arising from this? So, Sara, perhaps my first question should be a blatantly you know marketing opportunity here. You are the big cheese, I think, is the legal term of something called idonti. What is it, and why is it relevant to this? Okay, um, Edonti actually is the, the website name, edonti.org, for Educate, Don't Indoctrinate. And basically, it's aimed at parents, teachers, school kids who are concerned about the fact that critical race theory, which we will get into, is becoming a thing in schools. And it is essentially, I, I, I suppose I put it as a type of, almost almost a type of brainwashing as to how to deal particularly with race and to a lesser extent issues of of gender, um, gender choice, etc., uh, sexual orientation. The, but the key, the key emphasis was on race and how to deal with race, and and how to to particularly to deal with race, um, how whites should deal with with blacks, etc. The problem is that the way it does it, in my view, and this is the whole purpose behind you, Dante, is that it actually is a process that encourages moving away from each other and being cautious and reluctant to engage with each other, which makes, to me, absolutely no sense in a multiracial society. No, I think especially if, if the cornerstone of our constitutional democracy and our whole idea of, you know, this is the document that embodies the framework of justice is based on blatant non-racialism, where non-racialism has become, you know, something of a swear word. But I think we are a few episodes ahead because I would dearly love to discuss that specifically. But in today's, you know, uh, you know, takeaway fast food episode, just laying the framework definitionally. I mean, this is a tough question because it's been something that that legal philosophers have been obsessing over for thousands of years. But if you had to give, a, a, you know, the elevator pitch answer to the question, what? is justice what springs to mind what's a good way of looking at it okay. the equality before the law which essentially means that whatever your status in society you have have the right to you have the same rights and obligations irrespective of whether you're rich or poor or middle class and the enforcement of those rights is not always perfect it's a complex process but essentially it is that is that you are regarded no less as a citizen of the country, because you may be poor, or no more because you're rich. I think that's probably the, 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 the best way to describe it. 
I, I, to be honest, I think that's the best description of justice I've heard. And I, I mean, we had this damn awful subject, uh, legal, you know, jurisprudence, uh, where we had to read all these theories of justice. And, and at the end of the day, and I think that's part of what taking the stand is about. It's about, you know, where does the tire hit the road, actually? How justice might be fuzzy sounding and, and so on. But I, I think this definition, concrete as it is, legal equality, no matter whether it's, a, you know, the, the tension is between races or classes or state versus citizen. It's that justice means having an equal playing field where concerns can be measured on their merit alone and people can find recourse for wrongs done to them. Now, in our era of social justice, wrongs done to them, I mean, is more... Uh, I mean, you see more of it than, frankly, clouds and blades of grass because every single second thing is a wrong done unto someone. And we're sort of straying, with my bias intact, um, towards this idea of social justice. So social justice, what is it? So social justice is, is quite a different thing in that it's not the law that's at issue. It's your, it's, it's essentially pertains to your status in society. So p the idea being that you, people should not be too, too poor and people should not be too rich and the gap between the two is aimed at being closed. That's essentially social justice. So the, 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 the idea is that what, what, Justice theorists or the social justice, yeah, uh, uh, proponents would support is the idea that it's not e equality of opportunity that is must be focused on. It's really the equality of outcomes. Um, in other words, if, if people are lagging behind because they're poor, because they're undereducated, somehow they must be pushed up. I'm not quite sure where they're pushed up to because people are so very different. And certainly you want to try and make the playing field as level as possible at the point usually of schooling in a primary and preschooling and give people a chance. And But there will always be factors that affect with the, how people climb up and don't climb up. And I think those are way too complex to say that society will be made better if people are secured an outcome um, rather than secured a, a potential promise, the outcome of which is up to them and their circumstances. And I think most Western societies are a reflection of you, you improve the, the the base and the access at, at, at uh, educational level and to try and make things as best as possible sociologically around where the person lives, how they live, etc. People will grow up eventually. They will rise, and that is essentially why credit, why education is crucial. Because if you find and put someone in to reach an outcome that they have not grown into, the in my view, the chances of failure are greater. And, and I must say, with social justice is one of these eminently beautiful and reasonable sounding phrases. It, it almost reminds of, you know, Black Lives Matter. How can anyone say that black lives don't matter? And, and I think it's, it's this interesting wordplay that that we must disentangle here at the start as we head into the series is to make the distinction between justice, what it is, what it isn't, and social justice and the various forms of it. Because I want to live in a just society, a society where there's 
small letter S social and small letter J justice, where, uh, you know, actually it's harmonious, it's cohesive, it's successful, it's peaceful and acknowledging of the differences in people. But capitalized S social, capitalized J justice is a bit of a different ball game in the sense that if I understand it correctly, justice in its, you know, conceptual form is about redress on a basis of universal fairness, where social justice, capital letters, is not about redress, it is about finding the power abuse in every single human interaction. If you can't look from a social justice, capital S, capital J standpoint at any human interaction and not see some form of power abuse. And that's why in a country like South Africa with a history of racial abuse and racial oppression, that's why I think critical race theory, and we'll get to the ugly stepsisters in a bit, but critical race theory is now, you know, something on the table. And perhaps a last question. We have um, we've seen criticism of Idonti. Um, we've seen criticism of this idea of non-racialism in uh, publications like the Daily Maverick and so on. Is critical race theory this benevolent, you know, small cloud of fairy farts that hangs over the rainbow nation, as some people dismiss it to be? Or is it something that we should actually take seriously? Because in my view, and putting it open, it's not quite about justice, is it? Well, you see, it depends on how you it. And it's largely about reducing inequality, which is a very complex subject. And by concentrating on these forms of these, these hierarchies of, let's call them oppressor versus oppressed, um, a whole lot of assumptions are made about both parties that may be completely and utterly invalid. And the other thing to bear in mind, why I, another reason why I'm concerned about uh, critical race theory is that it evolved very much in the context of American academia. And it has the basis of minorities being oppressed by a white majority. And those have very different consequences to a society that was once uh, a white, oppressor minority over a majority and a majority that has now become that now rules you know without having regard to the various inequities and inequalities that may still exist but that that, that doesn't address those this the idea of, of critical race theory is to get rid of the oppressor groups and replace them with the victim groups the problem is does that change society to anybody's benefit, actually, other than essentially place, replacing one power group or elite with another? And I think on that note, we can, we can close this scene setter because one thing that has always frustrated me about social justice was the, 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 the lack of actionability at the end of it. Justice in its best form is about redress. It is about something that was done incorrectly, wrongly, damaged, hurt, incurred, objectively measured and seen, and then objectively given, you know, some sort of remedy to. So it's an actionable thing where social justice, and hopefully people uh, following us on this series will see that the real problem with social justice in its capitalized form 
is because it diagnoses every single thing as a problem, it actually never gets round to giving a prescription. And the prescription we need is something like freedom. Okay. So with that, Sarah and folks at home, as I always say, um, your freedom is worth fighting for. Join us next week as we dive deeper into this question of social justice and justice. Thank you very much.